Hare Krishna. Welcome everyone to Sri Jagannath Puri Dham. Thank you very much for doing this yagya. Traveling is difficult as the name of this world is Durga. Durgachati means difficult to go. It's not so easy dragging around 100, 200 pounds of water and bones. But when we do that, then we make advancement. I'm just really taken aback because seeing all of you, each one of you, is a new life's experience. You know, so purposefully we come here and it's an opportunity because we're in a little bit of an isolated place and no way to get word out to the outside world. We can be absorbed here for the next 10 days, for those of you who are going both Puri and Mayapur. Now, um, a practical matter is that the closer you come, the more intimate the bhajan is. So if we feel to move up, there have been no incidents um, on report of me <laughs> biting anybody. And more devotees will come, so it's nicer to fill up the front first. And uh, as we go, we'll make little tweaks, like maybe we won't have such a big left field tomorrow and no right field. <laughs> Baseball stuff. But anyway, uh, we're, we'll have time in the mornings and the evenings and the afternoons to explore Sri Jagannath Puri Dham. And mostly the ex exploration we do is by hearing Shravanam Kirtanam because as Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur pointed out once, what will they see? On a parikram that he was leading, he was giving lecture and many of the devotees left to see a particular holy place, and after they had all filtered out except for a couple, Maharaj said, what will they see? Because you see through hearing. And so we'll have time to hear and also see, and it's much more meaningful. Devotees have been reporting back to stay in the transcendental vibration. So let's start by offering our Mangala Charna, if you haven't gotten a book, we have one for you, none other than Vaikuntha Nayaka from Mysore, famous for Mysore Pak, famous for the Mysore Palace, and fi famous for Vaikuntha Nayaka and his illustrious family who hold open classes on the Bhagavad Gita there. This book, if you were on the last yatra, well, not that many were, just a couple of us, three, <laughs> three or four. It's a little different. This is the ex expanded version, but it's, it's similar. And in this book, there's a short Mangalacharna and a long Mangalacharna. So since this is the first night, we'll start with the long Mangalacharna. And it's helpful to read Mangalacharna to give this glorification of the previous acharyas and of Krishna before entering into any 
Krishna Kata or any kind of yagya to invoke blessings. By remembering the great acharyas, we remove all obstacles. And you'll find that Kaviraj Goswami wrote a Mangalacharana for the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is the foundation for the whole book in 14 verses. Then he ex expands upon those and that becomes the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. What's more, in every chapter, he writes a unique verse, composed a unique verse at the beginning of every chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which serves as a Mangalacharana. To remember Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, for instance, in the beginning of the Madhya Lila, he says that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, for those who are serious about spiritual life, he is the mainstay. They, those who are serious, that is, give their full attention to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, their full worship there. And we'll be talking about Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu throughout this yatra because we're following in his footsteps coming here to Puri. Be that as may, we have the Mangalacharana, I think you found it, what page is it? A page 86. So let's chant that together to invoke auspiciousness. And if you could give us some uh, mystical kind of background, maybe figure out either a drone or you can play along with it. So my I offer my respectful obeisances to all my God brothers and God sisters and to all the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. So, uh, one of the objectives of this yatra is sadhu sangha. It's to get association with other devotees because this is the mainstay, as Kaviraj Goswami says in the Chaitanya Charitamrita of devotional service. It's the way that we start devotional service by getting association with devotees. It's described in the Brihat Naradiya Purana as quoted by Bhaktivinoda Thakur in Jaiva Dharma that when we come in contact with sadhus, even if we're not fully cognizant of who they are or the context in which they work, when we have appreciation for them, then there's a deposit made in our heart, like as if it's a bank account. And then from there, when there's enough, we need Balaram. He used to um, help calm the pot, the pot people down. But we have Vaikuntha Nayaka. <laughs> we love the pot people, but pot people's party gets a little upset, uh, rambunctious at this time. So, what was I saying? Sadhusanga. Yes, there's a little bank account in the heart. And Prabhupada mentions this also. Every living entity has a bank account in his or her heart. And when we come in contact with devotees who are performing devotional service, then we make a deposit, especially if we do some seva. And when we have enough in the bank account, then shraddha is born. And we have this sense that devotional service is good, even if we're not even sure what it is, or devotees are good, we kind of like that. I, the I, whole idea of it seems interesting, plausible, attractive. This is the awakening of Shraddha. And 
Sadhu Sangha also sustains us as we move forward in devotional service. And it also brings us to the perfection of devotional service, as we see with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu here in Jagannath Puri. In order to fulfill his three desires that he is that are mentioned by Kaviraj Goswami in the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, and this is the reason that he actually came to Jagannath Puri to fulfill these internal desires. They could only be fulfilled here in Jagannath Puri. That he kept the association of Sri Damodar, Ramananda Roy, and others who helped him in going deeper and deeper into the moods of Srimati Radharani while he was here by singing songs from Chandidas, Jayadev, and from uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam. So, just uh, just to have Sadhu Sangha for 10 days uh, with um, the opportunity to be inspired, whether devotees are just starting on the path of bhakti or they've been around for a long time, we, we get uh, from each one of them uh, an infusion of enthusiasm. We see... From those who are starting out in bhakti, oftentimes they may be even more enthusiastic than those who have been around for a while. Uh, they see things in a fresh light. They, they have um, a sense of uh, optimism about everything bhakti and so forth. Those who are swimming in the middle of the ocean of anartandivriti uh, may be a little more stoic and although determined and so forth. So every, everyone's valuable on the Yatra. So we want to promote this uh, cross-culture also. So possible, um, try to meet new devotees. It's helpful. We saw in the last Yatra, which was last week, that the devotees uh, who were able to meet new devotees became enlivened themselves and they also gave enlivenment to others. This kind of Forgive the term, cross-pollination is really powerful. And uh, we also want to uh, enter into Shravanam Kirtanam. Shravanam, hearing about Krishna and chanting various bhajans that remind us of Krishna, and of course, chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. And about this yatra, when we first do, started doing yatras, I think it was about eight or nine years ago, uh, we noticed that the, the more we emphasized the purpose of the yatra in a specific way, the more enlivened the devotees became. So we started calling our yatras a, a sankirtan service yatra. And there's a way in which when we think of doing service, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, Jeev Krishna dase bishwas koreto artu konai. You won't be miserable if you think about doing service. If you find yourself in any inconvenient situation, like your mattress is too hard, or it's, there's a little extra noise that you weren't used to, somebody uh, had the bright idea of inventing horns here in India that are the most annoying sound you could possibly make, etc., uh, etc. Et you could make a, write a book about various inconveniences that one might encounter on a yatra, and I'll give you the formula to rise above them. Think in terms of service. Remember that we're here for service. We're not here. It's not a Riviera 
vacation or anything like that. We we really just want to enter into Shravanam Kirtanam. And I'm referring back to the last yatra because it's so close in my memory. <laughs> Deja vu. The, the young people that were here, we had kids from ages 14 to 25, actually even 12. And many of them commented at the end, end of the yatra that although the beds were hard and although the level of cleanliness in many places was not what they were used to, they didn't mind it because they were engaged in service and also hearing and chanting. So there's plenty of service on a yatra. There's troop movement which requires putting items in rickshaws, moving them from one point to the next. We have thousands of books that we're going to distribute while we're here. I have a foolproof way of distributing books. Our success rate is 99.9999%. If you follow the method I'm going to show you, then I guarantee you the same results. And uh, if you don't, then I can't, uh, I I don't know what will happen, but you can try as you wish. Uh, So we'll have uh, books to distribute. We'll have, we have uh, thousands, thousands of lollipops. I hope, Everything I'm saying is true, Shraddha. If I if I say anything that didn't come through, let me know. We also have thousands of Jagannath stickers, and there's prasadam to be served. There's a shoe service, which I think in any Hari Krishna gathering at a temple or at a yatra is perhaps the most important. Nanda, as usual, was out in front of the shoe. Rack talking about Krishna book and how it's the most important service and Krishna took it up at the Rajasuya Yagya to make sure everyone was greeted properly and shoes were put away properly and so forth. You get the most dust. There's a devotee in Vrindavan who ta- lives in that shoe cage and all day long he takes shoes. He's mystically empowered. How? A little dust from the f- feet of the Vaishnavas every day. <laughs> and next thing you know, you're on your way back to Godhead and also you have mystical vision, like to know whose sh- shoes are whose, uh, even though you see tens of thousands of people a day. It's pretty good. So all that goes to say that if we're here to do service together and to have association together and hear and chant together, and that's the main purpose. There will be inconveniences, but we don't mind. Because when you're on Yatra, when you come here for the purpose of uh, touching the Dham with your heart and your mind and walking around and just feeling uh, something from the Dham, these Dhams are energized. The, Mahaprabhu was just here a few minutes ago. Of course, he's eternally here in this Dham, and so is Jagannath. And the feeling of the Dom is here more than, let's say, um, Taos, New Mexico, or something like that, where you get a bunch of sagebrush burning uh, or some some other thing like that. I won't say mumbo-jumbo because somebody who's from there might hear me. Uh, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll take that away with us. So 